0: Minion, after the last podcast review, I believe we uh, need a proper editor back. The DSO is just not cutting it. That might be the case, but what are you going to do to get me back? Oh, I think possibly Mr. PayRise might come along. Yeah, well, I think I deserve a pay rise. I've been reading up on the pay laws and what you were paying me earlier was just illegal. Have you been reading up on minimum wage rules? I've been looking into it. Do you need me to get fair work in here? No, no, no. All right, I'll just give you what you want. Just get behind that desk and start sound engineering. Thank you. (laughs) On this fourth and possibly last edition of the Supercar Insiders cast, Fabs ends up on his lead. Van Gisbergen does a fully six skid. Who wins the LDM rec bid? And I can't think of a fourth one. Yes, welcome to the Cast, the official podcast of the unofficial rule of Australian motor racing. Me, I'm the Warbster. Joining me is the podcast DSO, and DSO,
1: we've had some mail about you. Yes, good uh, afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time in the world it is, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have you back in the country, Warbster. Uh, uh, mail.
0: Fully fully sucked to be back in yeah. uh, the country.
1: And I can tell you right now, it's, uh, it's great to be sitting next to you recording this podcast, not talking to you over that vada fun. Uh,
0: yeah, don't get me started. Anyway, mail. Uh, we've had a um, a letter from Channel Ten, actually.
1: I hope it's complimentary. Uh, it's complimentary to me. Uh, yeah, oh, but you, they, hang on. So I've got mates at Kems, and you've got mates at Channel Ten. Of course. Right. Of course.
0: Uh, well, they want to they want a cheap billboard next year, so you know. Because they can't afford a full price one. I'm sure you can negotiate. Oh, I can always negotiate. Anyway, the 10 letter. Uh, Dear Mr. Warpster Yes, they actually called me that. Uh, Thank you for the advertisement played on your show a few weeks ago. The success of CJT is down to your influence and magnificence. However, I would like to mention your on-air partner, the DSO... Can you please inform him that CJT stands for Commentary Judicial Team, not Commentary Box Judicial Team, or Commentary Justice Team? This misnaming is about as consistent as the penalties handed out by race control during supercars races. Please get us mega ratings for Newcastle. We need them. We had to spend every cent we had on the stamp for this letter. Yours, the Advertising Director.
1: Right. I think that's fake news. Is that a fake letter or is that a real letter?
0: Um, it's a real letter. Perhaps I was confused. Possibly you were. I don't know. I can't tell what state of mind you're in. I was in New Zealand. CJT mm. commentary. Judicial team.
1: Judicial team.
0: Yes. It all adds up to ratings, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <sighs> Indeed. And um, I think we're going to talk about the CJT a little bit later on in in our uh, in our Auckland rap Warbster. Ha <laughs> ha. Please no. <laughs> all right. Before we get into the Pukahoki rap. We need to talk about who wasn't there. So apart from me not being there, and me not being there because I was in tour cow. Yeah, how how'd you go at the Highlands 300 two weeks later? Oh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was all right. Tony, you sick Tony sick of Tony's hospitality or? Oh uh, no, just sick of talking about rugby. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alex Rullo and Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport parted ways after surface, allegedly unable to come to terms for twenty eighteen. Uh, Is that school terms? Like he's got to balance his VCE with his racing.
0: I think that means um, financial terms more <laughs> oh, than anything else. Sorry, I must or um, given given the um, swell surrounding uh, the future of LDM specifically, their are uh, link up with PRA. Mm. Um, it's not surprising that they're probably cleaning out the uh, closet, so to speak. So the drive was given to a safe pair of hands in the uh, form of Jack Super Sub Perkins after Russell Ingall was passed over yet again.
1: Yeah, hashtag needs less Ingall. Yeah. I don't know if you saw during the week, um, Jack did a, this is a couple of weeks, there's been a, a bit of footage floating around the internet when Jack had a drive in John Goulet sports sedan at Muscle Car Masters and, uh, and the thing caught fire. There's uh, been a, a lot of consternation over on uh, Blendline TV with uh, all sorts of armchair experts chiming in. Mm,
0: if you're going to talk about it, be about it and volunteer. Otherwise, mm. as long as they're following the regulations and rules, I don't have a problem. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, into the Pukahoe wrap. Now, Rup, Rup. Rup. I, I, knew I, got, I got a confession to make Warbster. I didn't actually watch the Pukahoe race. I was doing some negotiating with my mates at CAMS mm. up in rural New South Wales that weekend and sadly got stuck with the one-hour highlights package on 10. So if I'm not... Hundred percent. That's 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 fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, all I saw was the crashes mm-hmm. and heard the worst of the commentary, which I suppose was only an hour. A, a race was better than eight.
0: <laughs> uh, you're just gonna lay in this week, aren't you? No, I'm yeah. not gonna lie to
1: anybody this week. Okay, no, I, um, I can feel a rant coming on, but I'm going to keep it suppressed until later.
0: Okay, so the Super ITM, Super
1: Auckland, Super Sprunt, Super Winners. Oh, so, the, continuing the tradition of Kiwi winners with the uh, the NOW team, the Shell V-Power Racing, Fabian Coulthard and Scotty McLaughlin, they took a race each?
0: No. Right. Shane
1: Van Gisbergen and Jamie Wincott, Triple Eight, oh, are back. So, the other NOW team? The other NOW team, indeed. So, they found their way that I thought they'd lost. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't bode well for next weekend, does it? Uh, depends on who you support. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm really, really disappointed. Mm. The dyslexic Kiwi marketing minions, Tim isn't spelled ITM. Yes, but Tim doesn't have the money to sponsor the race.
0: Tim's the most important man in Australian motorsport. <clears throat> Excuse me? You're leaving. Oh, Yeah. Uh, our mates at uh, Peacock Paint and Panel are busy again, the number 8 Percat car getting yet another scheme Harley Davidson this time, which uh, takes the livery count up to 12 for this year. Are you sure it's not 11 or 14? Uh, it might be 11 or 14 before the end of the year. Uh, Timkin's already been announced for Newcastle, which uh, makes 13.
1: So we've been saying 11 and 14 for the last four episodes and we're actually
0: right about something? Just about, yeah. Um, we'll just run through the um, liveries that they've had. Uh, clips a at Adelaide, uh, Holden supporting Equality Rainbow, which was the one that got rear-ended at um, Albert Park, Yep. Beante, Heron Forbes, uh, Holden supporting Equality Pink Purple, that was the uh, second one of them, Yep. Uh, Freightliner Yellow, Holden supporting Diversity, which was for Darwin, Mick Hitch, Dunlop Super Dealers, which famously had a blown tyre at um, Ipswich, AC Delco, Freightliner Retro Sandown, Boost as we all remember from Bathurst. Boost Juice. No, Boost Mobile. Uh, better than Vodafone. Better than Vodafone, I think. Uh, Harley-Davidson and
1: finally Timkin for Newcastle. Uh, so, I've just I've just got this thing. Equality mm. and Harley-Davidson riders goes hand in hand. Especially after the results of uh, the uh, of the postal vote during the week. You've <laughs> heard of a bear, haven't you? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> South... <laughs> What did? Why is he back? Why is he? Why is the sound engineer even here? I sacked him. He walked out. Yeah, uh, yeah. you you hired him, didn't you? Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> anyway. Now bear is bear is the sergeant at arms at um the Aubrey chapter of one of the outlaw motorcycle gangs. I'm sure. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty. We, we could we could mention uh, Denny Holm, but in this context, it would be quite insulting. Oh, very much um, so. In Friday practice, LDM was fined uh, $5,000 for Jack Perkins stopping
1: at turn five with a loose wheel, so that covered my bar tab. $5,000 because he had a loose wheel and he stopped. Mm. Mm. So how much would he have been fined if he'd kept going and it had fallen off and gone into the crowd? Well, uh, it's LDM. They can only afford so much. Saturday. Well, I did see the highlights. Um... I actually had to rewind the, the telecast I thought I was watching Sandown wet gloomy horse race track sounds familiar
0: yeah mm. Uh, pole winner was Cam Waters based on combined Friday practice times luckily the rain cleared for uh, race time because it was absolutely sheeting it down
1: um, and uh, some some big crashes in some of the support races I noticed um, some mm. very very pretty original Formula 5000's ended up uh, looking very second hand mm, indeed uh, Wincup made the best of the starts uh, whilst behind him McLaughlin
0: survived a touch from Tim Slate at turn 1 to sit 5th behind Winterbottom yep. uh, PRA had a reasonably good weekend actually pit stops early uh with van gisbergen going in first uh is there something in that he actually won the race overcut
1: overcut over the new buzzword for overcut. 2018 they're trialing it mm-hmm. overcut mm. is there is there not anything more these flogs can talk about in the commentary box
0: well I can try and prosecute car 12 for pit issues mm, well there was that too mm.
1: um scotty Mac, scotty mack jumped out early in front of Fr- frosty in the pit stops i did see that bit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Scaife attempted to prosecute, CJT's at it again. Yep. Oh, celebrity lookalike. someone mm. told me. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Story, the man, that, the man that said, um, oh, Fruit Loops. Oh, Fruit Loops, that's the one. Uh, and I caught, former... Caught myself in time there. Yeah, Fruit Loops. Uh, former Top Gear host Chris Evans. Do the side-by-side, guys. Yeah, okay, mm. I'll, I'll have to have a look at that. Yep. Um, we'll, get our, we'll get our meme maker to, uh, to to shoot that one up. Yep. End of the pit stops. Uh, Wind Cup held Led McLaughlin, McLaughlin um, who'd taken on less fuel, the same surface, and uh, Shane Van, don't call me Gizzy Gisbergen, uh, and then Winterbottom and Waters. So. Um, the uh the usual suspects are up the pointy end yet again absolutely
0: um cappy and jandal then gave a demo of some excellent racing very tight very much a bullring as pukekoe has a habit of doing yep. uh, it didn't end in tears and that's just down to the skill of the drivers it was just hard tough elbows out racing yep
1: and that's what we do want to see it's mm. um we don't want attainment. I, I can't stand contrived results because of compulsory pit stops, and this is the type of tire we're going to make you use. Exactly. It
0: only went too far when uh, Wincup pushed uh, McLaughlin onto the grass at Turn 10 on lap
1: 18 and copped a bad sportsmanship flag. Wow. A bad sportsmanship flag. Do you know that that's the judicial equivalent of being whacked over the wrist with a piece of soggy celery? Pretty much, but he, was st- he,
0: he said he, he still said, I'm a bit disappointed to get the bad sportsmanship flag. It was all
1: fairly 50-50, fair and reasonable. See, if I was a DSO, a real one, not a social media one, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't bother showing the bad sportsmanship flag. I'd just drag them in for a penalty. Or, even more creative, give mm-hmm. them a penalty post-applied after you investigate it. Fair but enough. apparently they didn't touch according to your mate. Scafie. Well, He's your mate, isn't he? kidding you employed him uh, um
0: i mean it was obviously racing on the highest level they were obviously operating at a high level um after he saw oh, they we're did to touch, Me- we're
1: going to mexico next year Jeez. we're racing at altitude
0: <laughs> uh no comment. Yeah, no comment um after he saw they did touch um later classic cjt prosecution oh, on yeah, jamie
1: sensational he said case to answer on this one Mm. After they hadn't touched. After they hadn't touched. But you're allowed to change your mind in the CJT. Exactly. Mm. Look,
0: my take on this is that Jamie probably deserved a bit more. Racing room was not given. Yep. Even Scape said he was in the wrong once he sort of saw the actual footage.
1: So, I've got, I got one for you, though. Mm-hmm. No penalty. Mm-hmm is this like some CJT reverse psychology or is this like a Jedi mind meld between Scaifey and Tim and Michael? like From commentary box to race control box? Or I, what? I
0: don't know what the heck's going on, but what I would say is um, if young Jandler had fired it off into the barrier at a billion miles an hour and done a Hazelwood, no one would have looked very bright and that's a dangerous situation. That's a very fast corner and those barriers are not that
1: far away. Yep, yep. Heaps of people struggling to pull cars up. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly the commentary team and the crap they kept talking. Mm. Um, they tried to
0: convince everyone that there was smoke coming from the twelve car. Uh, not a blink from race control though.
1: So an early an early prosecution looking for a, uh, a meatball flag.
0: Mm looking for a problem that doesn't exist. Yep. Uh, obviously, it must have been a slow um, race at that point. Uh, Waters ran wide and lost a chunk of time. Uh, he was holding his own behind Van Gisbergen and Frosty. If yep. it was any further up the field, we'd think it was Richie standing yeah, in. Yeah, nice. Well, let's wait for next year. Uh, Winkup and Jandal dropped to third and fourth during the second safety car period, pitting just before it was called for uh, Courtney
1: being beached is bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's death, bro. so then van gisbergen and frosty pitted a lap later with the championship protagonists delayed um by slowing before being waved past the safety car now wing cup quote there was a mix-up with the safety car i thought i was the lead car and so did the team there was a mistake made wait wing cup and safety cars getting it wrong oh, he's sharp today he's, he's all right today how many cups of coffee have you had this morning uh sound engineer Anyway, Jandall finally got Cup at uh, turn
0: eight and gave him a nice return serve on the way through. Yep. He went a little bit further right than he absolutely needed yep. to. elbows um, out. And elbows the massive out.
1: crowd. The crowd stood and cheered as one. Or mm. as 125, because the grandstand didn't seem that full, Warbster.
0: Well, it's New Zealand. It was raining, what do you expect? Mm. Maphy then attempted the normal crucifixion on Scotty to try and um, get Cup up on him. Yep. Uh, so,
1: obviously... The race director and the IPO, so Tim and, uh, and Michael Massey, are absolutely filthy about their thunder being stolen with the new TV show, and they've completely ignored the CJT. Uh, you and I have worked absolute wonders if we've managed to get this thing this thing starting to run properly. So the artist currently known as Don't Call Me Gizzy. What's with this Don't Call Me Gizzy? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's, it's pre- Win a championship drive a drift car, mm. drive a G to get all precious about his nickname, please.
0: All I've got to say is, in the words of Snoop Dog, forgizzle my nizzle.
1: <laughs> Shizzle. <clears throat> so two previous race drivers proved that they don't have a clue about Motec messages when the 97 had a few dash lights on that weren't normal. Actually, make that a clue about anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, they then tried to talk it into raining.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I, can't, I actually, I did see that bit where uh, Scaife and Crompton... Uh, uh, are trying to talk up something that was nothing. Uh, the Wood Doc. But dock. hang on, hang on. Sky from Crompton talking something in, nothing into something or something into nothing?
0: Mm, <laughs> please. bit of that. Uh, the Wood Doc threw it off at uh, Turn 3. One round to go, Dale. Hello uh, to Mrs. Wood. Hi, Mrs.
1: Wood. Hope you're listening. Uh, please, if you're listening, Mrs. Wood, Dale, send us a message uh, through uh, Facebook Supercar Insider's page. Love to hear from you. Uh,
0: he, dro- he drove it away, but Tim and the... Uh, Assuming everyone decided that they already needed an ad break So yeah. that was the end of that yep. uh, The fault in timing then confused the commentators Jeez. Well the commentators Jeez. got confused We're laying in, We're laying in today uh, um,
1: Do you know what? I rue the day they took the abacuses out of the timing room and out of the commentary box because at least back then you could flick your little marble and you knew who was where.
0: Mm, true. Uh, then they saw Rick on the grass and got distracted, but shut up when they saw it was Lowndes who pushed him off. Yeah, of course. Mm, so. Okay. And no talk about the Saturday race at Pukekohe this year would be complete without... That, that crash. crash. Yep. Chaz Chaz took a dive on Reynolds late in the race and nerfed him onto the exit ripple strip. He tried to get the car out of neutral when Favs attempted to go around both of them. He didn't quite make it, tagged Reynolds, who impacted the wall, not David, heavily, Fabs ended up on his roof. Championship likely over.
1: So, before we go on to what Chaz has to say about the whole thing.
0: It is actually more than three words in a sentence.
1: In front of the camera? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm. I'm sure it was nothing to do with Chaz's car falling into neutral and him struggling to get it back into gear. It was the redress. It was the redress that caused uh, this. Oh, we go. Mark again. told me. I heard it. Mark told me it was the redress that... I'll even... I'll play it for you now. Okay. The redressing. There you go. Hmm. He's, he's a multi-time supercar champion. He has won Bathurst. He was part of 1992. How
0: could he be wrong? Are you so, high? On life, Warbster. On life. Mustard. Hmm. Uh, you go out there, try to race hard, try to make passes, but I absolutely balls it up. Yep. yep. That's pretty much the long short of it.
1: Yep. And I think he went on to say it's hard on the drivers that are in the car, but it's especially hard on the crews that have to repair them. I didn't think he lived in Aubrey. <laughs> Roy's little pushbike past the BJR workshop every weekend. <laughs> Speaking of people from Albury, uh, Davy Reynolds,
0: I got going again, saw Fabian come up to my door at a rate of knots, and he drilled me and put me in the
1: fence. Not much I could have done about that. Yeah, the old adage about skating across wet grass, I actually think it did. Mm. Um, I watched that crash about 27 times, because that was what filled the one hour of telecast highlights. Yeah, he was, uh, he was, a, he was a passenger way back. Mm-hmm. Coulthard, didn't, didn't think for a second that I was going to end up on my roof.
0: Well, he did. And uh, speaking of which, Jason Bright, someone ended up on their roof. That's
1: my gimmick. Yep. And that's where we saw quite clearly, uh, those of you that do know how to lip read, you can fill in the blanks as to what Ryan's story said when they watched the car go upside down. It was a really gentle rollover. It um, it did a lot of damage. And that probably says more about the, the silhouette formula of car. It had a little bit of a whack into the tyres, but rode that tyre wall, and that was what picked it up and tripped it over. So, Well, let's face
0: it, it's a bloody dangerous place to lose a car. Oh, yeah, um, um, absolutely. So, Char's got a drive through, uh, not 15 seconds like certain other people would have at previous rounds because
1: consistency. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it here. Go. I'm absolutely sick. Those of you that have listened to all the episodes of the podcast, you will know my thoughts on this. All three of you. I thought we are up to four. Oh, yeah, four. Okay. okay, sorry, we digress. The redress. I'm sick of it. It doesn't exist in the CAMS manual. It doesn't exist in the, in the Supercars Operations manual. It simply doesn't exist. It's a figment of the commentator's and quite possibly the race director's mind. There is nothing in writing that says if you pass somebody after hitting them or under yellow, that if you let them back past, everything is all right.
0: And let's look at the huge accidents that it's caused. I don't need to remind you of what happened at Bathurst last year, which basically screwed the race in essence. Yep, ruined it. it It artificially changed the race. Yeah,
1: and championships too.
0: And the championship as of this year, because that rollover effectively put Fabs out of the
1: running. Look, And realistically, I think Scotty Mack got pushed out of the championship after his Bathurst result because of the redress crap. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. The racers in every other category below supercars consistently talk about, oh, if I pass a driver under yellow, if I let him back past me, is that okay? No, you both get done for passing under yellow. If you bump and run, you deserve, in my opinion a 30 to 35 second, the equivalent of a PLP. You get a post-applied time penalty because that's what has to happen. Or if it's obvious, you do a drive-through. Don't bump and run. Don't run into people. Don't pass under yellow. Follow the rules. The rules are the bloody rules. And it's as simple as that.
0: I think the thing is, is that you've got to look at what's fair and what's not. Little bit of rubbing... And not so much of a problem. But when you're just coming in at a billion miles an hour from miles back and just running into the B pillar... Oh,
1: well, a perfect example, um, Dumbrell at the Gold Coast. Absolutely. Got a 15-second penalty tacked onto a pit stop. That was... There was no opportunity for redress because he speared him down the road. But it, you have to be consistent in your penalties. We, we are consistent in this podcast talking about the inconsistencies of, of the judicial system and the penalties. They've got to get consistent. They've got to start making it. The fan, all you've got to do is look at social media. The fans can't stand the inconsistency. Mm. You know, we've even had feedback on the on the page, Warbster. Absolutely, people asking why um, why um, certain things apply certain, to certain things apply, people and not you know, to others and, and, and and what what about at this event when somebody spun the wheels on the jacks, etc., etc., etc. I just It does my head in. It's ruining the sport. But I wonder if some of that's to do with the fact that
0: you've got CJT coming in on their commentary going, well, hang on, why has this happened and why has that happened? And I'm not saying that the commentators necessarily have to censor themselves in this respect, but I think they need to give... The um, powers that be who actually do have the power to make those decisions, an opportunity to make their minds up before they start losing their minds over it and watching slow motion replays and all that other crap.
1: You certainly don't hear the NASCAR commentators prosecuting uh, before NASCAR make a decision on the telecasts there either.
0: No, certainly not. And NASCAR is probably one of the tighter ones in terms of what they do with public image. Yep. Now, I'm not saying you have to be phony or start laying down commandments on it, but have a little more common sense because when you start inciting fans and Facebook starts going nuts, you've got problems. Absolutely.
1: Back to the last uh, little bit of the race. Our mate Bridie. Our mate Bridie. So we'll talk about Bridie potentially hanging up the helmet a little bit later. Mm-hmm. i have got a scoop on Bridie. Do you now? I do. Hmm. I'd like to apologise to Jason for all the things that I've intimated over the last three episodes that he's a spud. He's been the engineering test mule all year. As has Lowndes and Triple Eight. As has Lowndes and Triple Eight. So whilst Brody might not have had the results... He has been, and I have this on very good authority, ladies and gentlemen. He's been the man responsible for the revitalization of FPR because when the engineers wanted something changed, he was happy to go out there and be the guinea pig. And, um, you know, we'd take it two clicks up or two clicks down and see how it worked. And then those setups were being fed to the other cars, hence the whole garage getting quicker and quicker and quicker all year.
0: Which would explain, if you look at the results at Bathurst or the results at even Pukekohe, because Bridie was very competitive, you'll notice all four cars are up the front those race weekends, which means whatever they had worked for everybody.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, Bridie was right up there. As we've said, all PRA was. Frosty did was the only one that had a clear run. Six laps under safety car, leaving three green laps because of bloody time certain yet again. Made for TV Racing, Warbster. It's been, your, it'll be your legacy and it will be the one thing that we dislike you for the most. I thought it was the TV deal that you didn't like me for the most. No, no, that was him. Okay. I said the TV deal was the thing that we liked you for. Okay. He said free to wear. Time certain is killing racing. It's bloody ridiculous, but that's another story. And our podium was... Van Gizminion. Sorry, Gizl. Frosty. And Jandal. Yep, so let's just keep calling him anything except Van Gisbergen for the rest of the podcast to see if he's listening.
0: Win cup takes a vital fourth which yep. is as we're going to say championship implications a lot you'll be hearing that a lot on the Newcastle weekend because I can guarantee that'll be the new buzzword oh for the championship CGT.
1: implications and uh, and uh, and who's out there protecting their teammates
0: yep Brighty was fifth which is a very good result uh the slade dog and uh, GT yeah good old GT had his some um, 600 start no a tanda had the 600 start.
1: Oh, so A-tander. A-tander. That's not G-tander or L-tander. It's A-tander. It's,
0: they share everything. Yeah, They're okay. a married couple. Yeah, they are. Uh, Mole cute, Man, cute, cute kids, too. Cute kids, too. Uh, Mole Man wasn't very happy with uh, everything that happened as uh, Mr. Gizzle uh, decided to shred his tyres, guards and Roland's patience all he, in under 30 seconds. He
1: also cooked the motor.
0: Mm. He, ran it, he ran
1: it up into the high temperature warning and they changed the engine... Hmm. So, um, yes,
0: there's... But it was a
1: sick burnout, bro, didn't you, say? <sighs> yes, it was pretty sick. Fully sick. So, I think we probably need to take a break here, Warbster. I think we'll... So, we need Damn. to go safety car boards and flags, safety car and flags. ladies and gentlemen, we'll uh, hand you over to one of our sponsors. I think this might be 1-3-Fabs. I think it might be. Yes, So special 1-3-Fabs advertorial this week. Indeed. anytime. Hello, I am Serge, driver for 1-3 cabs, no, 1-3 febs. You might hear my ads for other cab company who are afraid of the Uber cars. But Serge and team at 1-3 Fabs not scared of Uber. We know Airbus get rid of no good Uber cars two years now. Today, I'm running Special Surge 1 three Fabs Driving School for the Bad Driver. Let me look at least, see who is next for driving lesson. Um,
0: is this where I can get the free driving lessons?
1: Go away, young boy Alex. You have got sack from supercar. I don't care if you're no good driver. You won't run away drive Vauxhall in BTCC, go ask John Cleland for lessons. These young peoples always want something for nothing. Yeah, g'day cuz. Is this where I got the driving lesson, bro? Ryan told me to come here and say, Surge... Hello, Fabs. It's so nice to meet you. I Serge, me very experienced cab's driver. I hear you have bad crash in your 135 supercar a few weeks ago. You hurt, no? Oh, yeah, it wasn't really my fault though, eh, bro? Because it was, like, Davey Reynolds. Like, since he's won first, he just thinks he's the shit, eh? Please don't be using bad language on the 1-3 advertisements. advertisement. I, you don't blame other people. When you make a mistake, you own your mistakes. But you must understand this. That is first step to be good, strong 1-3 Fab's driver. You understand, bro?
0: No, not really, bro.
1: Okay, it's okay. I'll be talk to Tim Sindrik and the captain later in the week congratulations you'll not ride for us after next year no, no please no no he's no good okay thank you everybody ladies and gentlemen just remember for your what your taxi needs 13 fabs and hopefully this banana not drive you cabs will get you there all right welcome back to the supercar insiders podcast so um uh grateful very very grateful to our new friends at 13 cabs fabs uh, and uh, Serge, Serge in his driving school. Serge, Serge the Russian meerkat. It does sound a bit like a Russian meerkat. Um, whoever Serge is needs to learn to do an accent a little bit better. Sunday, well,
0: Sunday Star. at Pukakoe. Um After the rollover, DJR Team Fabs had to do a marathon rebuild job. Uh, they had a lot of parts missing as they were on a flyaway and they obviously weren't expecting to launch one. No. The uh. Andrew Harris this time around. I'll strain it through the trees, Dick. Something
1: like that, yep, was um, Jason Bargwiner. Now, I could not believe how desperate your media minions were to get a story out of this car. So, Bargs has apparently got them a new turret and roof for the car. Like, seriously, is that scratching for... Is that scraping the bottom of the barrel for a story, or what? No, we can scrape further. Bugs
0: is racing a Toyota Camry in uh, New Zealand touring car racing, but it was a Ford Falcon at one point, so he provided the back half of the roof, which made it up perfectly. So
1: hang on, no, the bloke that owns the car that Bugs is driving provided the boots. Yes, but that
0: doesn't make as good a headline. Yeah,
1: my, hence my point exactly. So uh,
0: so they added, a, they
1: added a road car section to the front, and voila. Oh, I mean, hang on. roof road car section Ooh. wouldn't be eligible I wonder from um, yeah, wonder if the tech commissioner ran his uh ran his piece of chalk over the car i'd be, be questioning its eligibility if it um, doesn't fit the template Ooh,
0: i don't know but either way if they finished at four thirty p- a.m mm. it, it got passed and uh, peacock patent panel couldn't be um contacted for
1: comment <laughs> thank you very much uh, our mates at peacock patent panel they still haven't got in contact no obviously they're not listening Qualifying Mixed bag for Triple Eight. Now Lance threw it into the wall, but critically, Wincup took pole from
0: uh, Scotty McLaughlin and maintained the momentum shift. Yeah, there's
1: definitely a momentum shift and I'm um, going to be a sad you so next weekend, I think, Warbster. Mm. So the start, reasonably clean uh, until Turn 10 when, when my boy, Cammy Waters, tried run on Frosty and dragged the third car into the incident.
0: Good thing Tim Edwards was in Las Vegas on SEMA duties for oh, Tickford because I... he would have blown his
1: stack. Rust, luckily, Rusty was over there too. Um, I think Witterbottom summed it up beautifully. Quote, It's disappointing because we could have had three cars in very good positions and not backwards at the hairpin, which is not what you want. Um, you want to try that again, Mark? <laughs> I think we know what he means. Mm. The car was good enough for a win today. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity indeed. Mossed it, no idea, haven't seen it, I'll leave it at that. Which
0: is actually more than three words in front about of the camera.
1: We have to say that's one, two, three, four. That's that's eleven. That's eleven. Oh, jeez! I tell you, they listen to us. The media training's mm, doing paying indeed. off.
0: They do indeed. Uh, caught up in that tangle also was uh, Holdsworth and Courtney, both of whom sustained major damage to their car. And well, it wasn't quite a race over, but it was bloody close. Yep. Uh, Rick Kelly and Dale Wood. Hi, Mrs. Wood. Hi, Mrs. Wood.
1: Uh, strategy Wars. Strategy dun, dun, Wars. I tell you can we apply for those commentary jobs next year we couldn't be any worse could we we could try at being worse yeah. yeah we could so uh, Jandleboy tried the undercut and uh, Win Cup responded in kind so the was that an over under or an under overcut it was a pit stop. thank you right can
0: so Win Cup so kept his load yeah can we stop can we stop the BS? it's a
1: bloody pit stop thank you right. Yeah, it's just... And, and the only reason they stop when they do is because there's these bloody contrived CPS rules, but let's not get into that either. Mm. We were really hoping BGR would survive another weekend without damage, but Don't Call Me Gizzy took care of that. What sort of brain explosion was that? I mean, <sighs> we're on the pit entry road. We know that somewhere between where you turn off the track and that white line, you've got to get your speed down to 40 k's an hour. What was going through his head? I don't know, but um, after the
0: um, STP Gricey car from um, the early 80s, should we also call this car that um, Slade's driving Elvis, given how many hits it's had over the previous couple of race weekends?
1: i tell you what, it's... um, yeah, I I really do feel sorry for the Jones brothers and their both their bank account and their mental well-being because um, Mm. it's been a really, really tough year.
0: Uh, Well, the Triple Eight crew managed to get the gizzle back out and he uh, finished 24th chasing team's title points. Mm. He didn't get very many, but it was worth doing.
1: And uh, your mate, who you hired, Scaifey, used the word gamesmanship for about the 427th time for the weekend during the second set of stops. Are they, like excited can, can you buy them a dictionary or sack them or do no, no, something no,
0: they bought a thesaurus just for. they bought a new zealand thesaurus for that weekend
1: gamesmanship brew oh <laughs> warps to keep going please <laughs> uh Wing cup
0: maintained the gap over the stops and this race settled into a tense rather than exciting battle as triple eight and DJRTP waited for the other to blink first
1: and they both had really
0: sore eyes at the end of the race from not blinking they did indeed. Uh, whilst evenly matched, it was clear the Triple Eight car had just that little bit more and was able to creep out a comfortable lead, helped
1: by the Jandlemobile running lean on fuel. Yep. And the difference there was when Ludo told the Jandle boy to go easy on fuel, unlike Jamie, he did. <laughs> You're going to get that in. And so, uh, Win
0: Cup who didn't have a fuel problem, uh, held everything perfectly and won, extending his lead to 30 points and setting up the final showdown in Newcastle. All right. The
1: good, uh, the bad, the meh, and the ugly. Good performances. Good performances. You can go with the first one. Uh, Ludo's funky yellow tinted glasses. Yeah, very, very cool. PRA, really good performance for the four cars. Didn't get really get a result out of it predominantly due to a brain melt, but uh, as a cluster of four, they were pretty decent all weekend, and Mm. given what we're going to talk about in the news, um, things are boding really well for uh, the the, the tribe from Broadmeadows. Indeed. Matt Performances? No, I'm not going to let you say it. You're an old-school JBM guy. I'll say it. Ni San, what are you doing with all this money?
0: That's all. Hang on, and the best part is they're retaining the same driver lineup next year, so you know damn well they're not going anywhere. Oh no! I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this rant. I'm not doing this
1: rant. Uh, we'll save it for uh, the season, the season finale, the season wrap. Okay, we'll do okay. that. I'll it'll need about fifteen minutes. Uh, so SVG for Sunday, Wing Cup for Saturday. Uh, Pretty ordinary. In terms of their performances, brain melts both of them, mm. and your mate Davo. Wave goodbye to the nice people, Will. Yep. Hey, so this is going to get interesting. Hmm. Davo's come out and hinted at looking at overseas options. Uh, yes, we went over that in the
0: last episode. Yeah,
1: but we forgot to mention that love knows no boundaries, so there might be a vacancy in the CJT. Well, you know, Larko's if, going back next year. So Larko's back. What if? What if they take Will Dave? What if Will Devo takes Will Davo's misses overseas, and uh, we don't get to see her on the coverage anymore?
0: We can only hope. Let's be nice. Drive of the weekend. It has to be Jandel. I think Win, so. Yep. Win Cup disqualified himself with that little move on on Saturday.
1: Yep. And again, really well driven by Scotty. He'd have to be under a lot of pressure, mm. uh, whether it's whether it's self imposed or if it doesn't if it doesn't actually exist in the garage. Tim Sindrick, um Ryan Ludo, and above all else, the captain. The captain is a results-driven person. They're a results-driven team. This is the closest they've got for... uh, 2010. Yeah. This is their first real option for a big push forward. He'd have to be under pressure in terms of the championship. And whilst he didn't get the absolute results, he held it together and stayed consistent, Mm -hmm. especially with everything else happening on the other side of the garage. Indeed.
0: Under the radar, I uh, hate to pick the mega car yet again, but Gary's
1: teammate Bridie. Yeah, I, after what I said earlier and what I've heard, I um, it might not all be Gary, but um, I think yeah, we'll we'll wait and see when when we get to the news section too. Yeah, the the mega car had a mega weekend.
0: <laughs> you were gonna do that? He had it. He had a super weekend. Everything's super in supercars, don't you know that? My goodness, all are right. they
1: using super and unleaded? <laughs>
0: no 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 uh, shell v power e85
1: right 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 okay hit the news I think we'll hit the news sound engineer minion can you queue up that news theme now
0: And first up in the news, Anton De Pasquale is confirmed at Erebus in the '99. Just after we recorded the last episode, probably with a decent amount of dude dollars thrown in for good
1: measure. Sirame Wines, we believe. I'm um, following the dude on a number of social media platforms, and uh, the dude's uh, taken uh, quite a deal of uh, credit for the De Pasquale minion getting a, getting a gig. Really good to see Anton was a, another young Aussie who took himself overseas and um, like lots and lots of other young Aussies who took themselves overseas to race open wheelers ran out of bucks and came home and he made no, uh, made no bones about that so good to see him getting a drive in the main series and uh, I don't think he's paying his way in I think he, um, I think uh, there'd be a wage in it somehow for him I don't believe that he's, it'd only be personal sponsorship getting him over the line but um, let's, uh, let's hope we can see some, some, uh, some Penwright dollars on the side of that car next year too Possibly.
0: We'll see how it goes. Uh, Jamie Wincott put himself in hospital after Pukekohe after suffering a bout of gastroenteritis, which is funny because normally he gives most of the opposition fans the
1: s***. Sh- There's some good media stunts happening at the moment, and um, if he doesn't win the championship, would uh, would would the conspiracy theorist in me say that uh, he'll use his illness as an excuse? Mm. missed out six days of training all sorts of um, all sorts of wonderful PR spin in that little story on your website, Warbster. I think
0: it would be, I mean, it, it would possibly be used, but I don't think it'd be Jamie being the one that does it. No, I, I, don't, think I, it don't, I don't think
1: it was Jamie that wanted the bullshit story that made it into the pages either. So, mm. um, which leads us to... The PRA shuffle. The PRA shuffle and Brighty coming out announcing his full-time retirement. So, clearly one of the five people that listen to this podcast is Jason Bright. Because we suggested that it was time to to hang the helmet up. You, in fact, suggested it was time to hang up the helmet. And he's listened.
0: I think it's more a case of um, he's not got an opportunity where he wants to be, which was PRA. Mm. And he's sort of gone, well, I can't get a decent drive. Screw it. I'm done.
1: Yes. Well, there was a whisper that he was going to head across to... Uh, LDM.
0: LDM or whatever LDM's known as now becomes, that the um, sales complete.
1: Yeah, and uh, and he was going to become uh, the uh, the Chuck Yeager of the five, mm-hmm. but obviously that's not the case. Um, and we're also looking at so the question. So now we're fairly confident Stanaway will take Brody's seat at Pra. Indeed, which leaves a Pra-linked seat vacant at. Lucas D'Umbrell in one of their Falcons, Mike's nephew Gary.
0: I would think that that's a logical conclusion. There's really no one else that sort of has a link to PRA, who has his ability, his speed. He's won the Super 2 Championship against very good opposition. Yep. So you'd have to say he's in the catbird seat as far as that one's concerned.
1: So Gary Jacobson, we think. Obviously, if brighty has been the engineering mule, there's obviously some faith in Stanaway's ability to give feedback to the engineers I'd be tipping mm-hmm. um, if he comes into the fold. The Brytek wreck is rumoured to there's rumoured to be some discussion with Matt Stone Racing.
0: Yes indeed. Uh, Matt Stone Racing is looking to enter the main series with the soon to be pensioned
1: off DJR Fords. They're mm. getting new chassis for next year. So we believe the Matt Stone Racing car will essentially be a DJR satellite car. Warbs the Stone, that that surname sounds familiar. Uh St- Son of Stone Brothers
0: Racing cone founder Jimmy Stone is uh, Matt Stone's heritage. Yep. If they do proceed, the live driver will likely be their Super Two driver, Todd Hazelwood. Correct. And we all know how good he's done in uh, his uh, appearances in the main series this year. Yep. The main thing that makes me happy is it does have solid backing from Jason Gomersall, who is the man behind uh, IT company seek and is also a TCM regular.
1: Regular crasher. Regular. I don't know. I've watched the TCM pretty closely. He, okay. uh, just just ask Bowie what he thinks of Mr. Gomersall's activities this year. So there's also Big Mate Plumbing uh, kicking around with that as well. That's mm-hmm. um, another one of uh, Jason uh businesses. So the the other one that that uh, the other seat that it appears is going to be vacant will probably be Techno. Mm. Um, any thoughts there, Warbster?
0: If they're serious, Jack LeBrock.
1: Yeah, yeah abs- absolutely.
0: Maybe maybe Maka, but it, more than likely Jack LeBrock, I yep. would have thought. Which
1: is a real shame because um, perhaps if one of the Kelly brothers were uh, sensible, they'd hang up the helmet and put Jack LeBrock in a Nissan as he's been don't, driving don't,
0: all year. Don't, don't, don't. We're not bashing the Kellys, are we? No, I just don't want to talk about Nissan. Okay. It's, it's too much
1: super license rule changes you've you've absolutely done it now Wilbster. I tell you you you' uh, this is a marketing this is a marketing coup well top six in
0: super two automatically qualify as well there's the traditional 13 points in super two and smaller categories uh, match harder still doesn't qualify uh, I know you're unconvinced Mr DSO but uh, look at the top eight in super two now Paul Dumbrell we know about hang on he's already got a super license
1: he's racing as a co-driver Todd Hazelwood already racing as a co-driver Jack lebrock. Uh, already racing as a co-driver. Anton Di Pasquale. Uh, should be already racing as a co-driver. Shay Davies. Di Pasquale's got international experience, so you have to look at what his international series results have been to, to count to it, you in know, open wheelers to count to it, sorry. Mm-hmm. Next one was... Shay Davies. Enduro's previously, th- in theory, if you've been a per-tech cup co-driver, you would automatically be granted a super licence. What What's the difference between... Uh, the 13 other sprint rounds and the three enduros for next year. Will Brown. Where's Will Brown in the Super 2 standings? Uh, sixth. Yeah. Um, I don't think one or two seasons at six would be enough to qualify you. I think we, we went through that at the start of the year, didn't we? Uh,
0: Mike's nephew, Gary. Uh, obviously, we've talked about him numerous times. He's already well, He's it.
1: been Super 2 champion, and he came back last year. He's come back again and raced Super 2 this year. Mm-hmm. Done outstandingly well. He, I, I, even I'd sign his licence tomorrow. Uh, and Macca, finally. Macaulay, again, um, no reason you wouldn't grant him a Super 2 licence. He, he won the... Uh, Super 2 licence. Sorry a, a, sorry, a super licence. Won the, uh, the Mini Enduro at Bathurst this year. So uh, we think it's a bit of a wank. Oh, look, it's... um, We know what it is. It's bloody window dressing. Mm, and okay. your minions do a hell of a lot of it. Yep. Speaking
0: of window dressing, uh, the Queensland Raceway upgrade has been shelved. Really?
1: So, uh, and the management company, Queensland Raceway Precinct, not just the racetrack at QR, that includes... Uh, the drag strip at Willow Bank and all the other bits and pieces they've wound up the holding company that would have been responsible for it that'd be the same holding company that our mate the teabagger teed off at earlier in the year when they said that they were going to buy all the leases out because mm. the, the current lease or lessor of Queensland Raceway so ladies and gentlemen if you're not sure of the history the Queensland State Government gifted land to the Ipswich City Council to build Queensland Raceway and it's currently on a, about 10 or 12 years into a 30 year lease to uh, the current lessor. And uh, there are a number of issues surrounding QR with regard to it passing its FIA safety inspection. There's a reason the supercars and the Cam Shannon series run within a couple of weeks of each other. The extra barriers and extra track protection items come in and then are removed after those two Cam's events. And I don't believe there's another CAMS event run there for the entire year. There's an alternative sanction group. Funny how this all ties in with Rockhampton. Yes, there's no government money going to
0: QR at the moment. And if uh, Rocky, we'll put it this way, if Rocky was serious, they'll be getting government money. It would be a street circuit, almost certainly. Yep, And we Um, know how much you love street circuits and your minions. Yeah, well, there's money in it. That's the reason. But um, QR as it stands right now, is not up to scratch. That's the reason they had to do the upgrade. Yep. And if they're not going to do the
1: upgrade, well, there's no reason to say that. Correct. So, yeah, look, watch this space. Um, we don't know whether Rockhampton's, you know, just another uh, Packenham or just another Ballarat or just another Fiskville or just another, you know, pie-in-the-sky hmm. pro- pro- proposed hmm. racetrack. What we thought Taylor Bend was for a couple of years there. Yeah, well, uh, mm-hmm. it's... Um, uh, We know why they've called it the bend, because there's only one straight. Is there? 27 corners I counted on the long track and one straight. Tell you what, you reckon passing opportunities? Mm. I I won't use the T word, Warbster. Thank you. Uh, Matty Nilsson will stay on
0: as uh, Wellesley Andretti United team manager next year, having taken the job at Walkinshaw
1: Racing after uh, Adrian Bird just got the flick. Yeah, a couple of things um, I neglected to mention: been reported Cam McConville's going to take a key role at LDM as potentially the uh, the team manager there. Tim Sindrix from Penske's come out making comment that he believes Andretti will struggle with adopting to the supercar rules said that it took them a couple of years to get their head around it perhaps that'd be something to do with you know all of these changes and inconsistencies and the cj no let's not go there Uh,
0: could have something to do with the fact that um when nascar says something nascar says something yes when supercar says something supercar says something and then roland goes up to the uh holden teams are upset at the zb aero kit
1: costs Oh. Because they got the richest Holden team to do it and then wondered why it cost a fortune. See, look, once upon a time, back in the day, when Holden wanted anything done, they contracted Gary Rogers Motorsport to do it. Gary ran the Monaro for Holden. Gary ran the Vectors in the production car series for Holden. Gary, Steve-O and Gary used to go out on the boat all the time and party on. Then, uh, for some reason, Steve-O got the flick and Gary fell out and now you've got a new Holden dealer team, so to speak. Yeah, 50 grand. You know what? You want to buy a body kit? Nah. Have fi- give me 50 and you can have a body kit. I could build
0: a body kit for less than that. And I don't know shit about fiber plus. <laughs> what about carbon? Yeah, no, even less about that. Okay, fair enough. It causes global warming, doesn't it? Oh, jeez. Finally, finally, the preseason test at uh, SMP again. Oh, hang on! On the same weekend as the double hill climb? No, no, we're not doing that. Right. That never happened. Remember, I've had the I've had the false repression therapy. That never happened. Yeah, okay. It's a it is a non compulsory test that counts for a test day on, if you don't use on. it.
1: It's a non compulsory test. Mm-hmm. So we're having an all in test day mm-hmm. at Eastern Creek. I've worked out why they go to sydney motorsport park aka the artist formerly known as eastern creek it's the perfect place to go and test it's very secretive nobody goes there exactly to anything mm. even supercar rounds i'm pretty sure they had trouble with the motorcycle grand prix back in the day yeah that's why it went back to phillip island really disappointing crowd at muscle car masters a couple of weeks ago too Ooh, that's mm. not good no not good at all we like the muscle car masters yeah, we do even though i don't own it perhaps you should so let me get this right. It's not compulsory, mm. but if you don't go, it gets ticked off your testing days anyway. Yeah, can you see the problem there? I've got a feeling I know someone who can sort this out. Yep. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Hey, bro, I'll just pop into the shell shop and grab a couple of things, okay? Okay.
0: Or oh, get us a chocolate bar while you're in there. Yeah, a chocolate bar? Okay, alright.
1: Actually, make it a couple I'm starving. A couple? Okay, alright. Oh, oh, and a paper. And a paper. And a paper too? Okay. Oh, and a drink. Something nice and cold. Anything else, Barry? Maybe a jandal? A
0: jandal? What do I want a jandal for?
1: I'm a middle-aged lady, so I don't need a
0: fast, sporty car. My car barely runs half the time. My beige 1987 Ford Laser is a piece of crap, but it gets me around and it has lots of economy. Insurance? Oh, for goodness sake, I barely afford the Joe. How am I going to afford insurance? But it would be Shannon's.
1: Shannon shares your passion. Call Shannon's on 13 46 46 shannon's insurance for motoring enthusiasts
0: welcome back to uh the supercar insiders warbster cast and uh just a little uh reminder of the facebook page www.facebook.com slash supercar insiders that's our uh, hub online so if you want to get in contact with the warbster or the dso or have a have your say on anything to do with supercars please
1: go there Thanks, Warbster. That's an um, interesting ad break. Great to see Barry Sheen back on our airwaves. And I can't believe that 1987 Ford Laser is still running.
0: Now, having had experience with the 1987 Ford Laser, they are very reliable cars as long as you keep watering them. A- and oil. Shell oil, preferably.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> right Speaking of the Supercar Insider's Warbster page, mm-hmm. the Op Minion poll. You threw it open again this week. Indeed, indeed. What have you got for us? A very easy question this time.
0: Will Wincup or McLaughlin win the Supercast Championship and why?
1: Righto. So let's have a look at it before we jump to the answers. We've got 30 points. It's 30-point difference. There's 300 points on, uh, on offer for the weekend at Newcastle. The points breakdown is interesting. Um, Scotty's 30 points behind. There's a 12-point difference first to second. So if... Scotty wins both race one and race two, and J-Dub finishes second in both races, he'll still win the championship. J-Dub will still win the championship with his 30-point lead. But, if Scotty wins both races, and J-Dub finishes second and third, respectively, on either day, he'll lose the championship by three points. So, um, NERD! Oh, please! I like statistics such an anorak. Thanks, Sand Engineer. Sorry, Warpstar. What have they said on the... It's right. let you go. No, no, nobody cares. Nobody cares about uh, about the points. What have the minions had to say? Who do they think is going to win?
0: You're the podcast DSO, not the passive-aggressive DSO. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, back to the Up Minion poll. The minions have spoken. Danny King. I don't think any of them have the advantage. They are both good. I'd put my money on Win Cup, though.
1: Right. Put his money on Win Cup. So for the championship, Win Cup, our mates over at Ubet, mm-hmm. Win Cup's at $1.50 for the championship, and Scotty's at two dollars fifty. So mm-hmm. sadly, we know what they say: the bookies usually get it right.
0: Yes, and Fabian Coulthard is at eighty one dollars, but that's not likely. He's more than a race behind, so you'd have to say he's pretty much out of it.
1: So while we're quickly on Ubet for the race, race one, mm-hmm. both Win Cup and McLaughlin three fifty. Right. Okay then which makes it a bit interesting
0: does indeed um speaking of mclaughlin grant hilda i think mclaughlin can do it after the Bathurst dnf the kiwi will pull out all the stops alternative Chaz can pull a rabbit out of his hat while uh red bull racing do a pro drive and take each other out at the first corner
1: yeah not likely Mm. roland is a very very angry man when things don't go roland's way
0: indeed i know i've dealt with it jason dixon Jamie, sadly, as he doesn't have the pressure of having to beat Scotty, which you've just been through, if he f- simply finishes behind him, he wins the championship, even if Scotty wins both races. Uh, Nathan Bennett, Jandal will do it, and he will do it in a pair of Jandals. Maybe, maybe if they're fireproof Jandals.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. From my point of view, Warbster, it's easier to win your seventh when you already know how to win and you've got a points lead. Uh, we talked about the pressure on, uh, on Scotty earlier, mm. and... DJR Team Penske's unravelling a little bit the last three race last three events whereas mm-hmm. A are consolidating and they're just they're, they're, they're sort of they're hunkering down I think since um, Bathurst they've definitely
0: had the momentum on their side and this is the time of year to have that momentum yep um, Cameron Larry Tonati it's too hard to tell that downhill bendy bit along the coast into the right hander will cause carnage and either of them could easily end up in the wall there if they both get through the weekend unscathed I think it will be Jamie that comes out on top
1: well, again, as, as we saw, there's been some great... If you put some great footage up on the Supercar Insiders page this morning with that crash at Macau. Oh, jeez. Um, street Circuit, Narrow, too many people fighting for a very small piece of real estate. Mm. Um, anything can happen. We, we, we know what happens at street circuits. I guess
0: that's the sort of X factor is it is a brand new track. They don't have any um, telemetry or analysis on it. They can do a certain amount of computer modelling, but... Within reason, it's down to the drivers and the crews getting to grips with it as soon as possible, yep. and actually getting their stuff together. Both of these teams are very professional. I think the momentum shift is towards Win Cup at the moment, and I think he will probably end up getting the chocolates.
1: Mm, okay, I, look like as I said, I, I don't begrudge the man a seventh win because you've still got to be the best driver whether you've got the best car. Interestingly, if we look at their worst performances going back into stats nerd mode, J Dub's worst finish for the year this year, at 20th at Bathurst and at QR. Scotty DNF'd at Bathurst and finished 21st at, uh, at SMP. So that uh, is fairly telling with regard to the point structure.
0: You'd have to think that if Scotty had finished Bathurst, he would have probably a 50 ish point lead. Yep. in the championship
1: yep so Jay 20th at bathurst is worth 90 points mm. so there, there was a 90 point advantage the dnf through to not finishing so and again even even last is 30 points so you've mm. you know so they, they, that'd mean they'd be going in if scotty had finished last at bathurst they'd be going in tied
0: mm. yes and um if there is a tie the countback situation is very clear. Scotty will win the championship if they're tied. Um, He's got many, many more wins. Yeah, much more.
1: Yeah, Jamie's uh, been an accumulator this year, but then that's what consistent race teams do. Mm, indeed. Just I was- ask your mate. Oh, Rick. No, I
0: think that for- to finish first, first you must finish. Mm. So let's let's not be grudge triple eight the victory if they do get it and yep. I suppose we should probably probably put this
1: uh straight into the Newcastle preview well it rolls over beautifully for the Newcastle preview so the Coates hire Newcastle 500 um
0: how did we not get super into that name somewhere
1: sorry no we haven't it's the Coates hire Newcastle 500 because you can't afford to run it you have to hire it from Coates oh uh. But yeah, that makes sense. It's like the championship leaderboard. Mm. You can't afford to own it. You've got to hire it from Coates as well.
0: I'm pretty sure Roger Penske could afford to buy it.
1: Uh, what did we say about Pants Pocket and change buying a race team Yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. that, that was the first
0: podcast, actually.
1: Let, let, let's go to the... Let's not worry about the racing too much. Let's okay. talk about the most important thing about the Coates hire Newcastle 500, and that is the fact that supercars have done a backflip and are now giving all the volunteer officials access to the concerts. After a social media backlash, mm-hmm. me being the social media DSO, been watching this one like a hawk this week, Warbster. Mm-hmm. It is the news. Actually, it's not. It's. Just...
0: <laughs> I think the bigger news is the fact that certain people will not be able to go to the concerts if they bought the tickets too late. And boy, has that started an absolute, you know what, storm? I
1: was just going to say it's uh, absolutely all over it. So mm-hmm. Friday night, two bands, two acts, mm-hmm. two—it's—it's it, it, it's girls' night. Friday night is ladies' night at the Palace Hotel ballroom. No, indeed, indeed. So we kick off with Delta, the darling of supercars. Dear Lord, and. Why? And we back it up with Who? Andre Rieur A couple of chicks called Veronica. Now who'd have thought named twin sisters of the same name.
0: No, it's the Veronicas. That's the band
1: name. Oh, the Veronicas.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. As you you can tell, they're really hitting the um, supercar fans' fan favourites there. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're really... Those two appear on sort of like your blokey triple M stations all the time.
1: Can you believe your website tells me Mm -hmm. the Veronicas are the latest big name act to be confirmed for the event? The Identical Twins... Is that that's heavy eye makeup? Identicality mm-hmm. have sold more than three million albums and singles as one of the highest selling female groups of all time. And highest selling female groups of all time—that's a stretch.
0: Well, one of them was with Billy Corgan at one point, but let's not get into okay. that. Okay, um,
1: so let's 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 bring it back and keep it real for Saturday night. Now we know that your mate. Johnny Shell V Power E eighty five diesel didn't get a gig. I mean, he's a Newcastle local. Yeah. How can you not have Johnny Diesel and the injectors performing? Who do we trot out? Cold Chisel, Banzie, Banzie, and Cold Chisel. Uh, mm. Cold Chisel. Excuse me. Um, can you get off Snapchat, there, minion? We went through this a couple of episodes ago. Delta and the Veronica's. Your thoughts on the Veronica's? Keep it nice. I,
0: I can't keep it nice. Okay,
1: so don't. So don't. Cold, cold Chisel. Would you go and see Cold Chisel? Um, I wouldn't go see Cold Chisel, but I know who would. Everyone who watches Viet because religiously. Yeah, be careful. careful. And Warpster... A bit of a favourite of mine from back in the day and maybe one of yours too. Spider Bait. Spider-Bait, The Bait! The Bait are performing on Saturday night. I thought
0: I thought it's a good little promotional time given that, um, you know, Peter Hellier's new quiz show is called Cram.
1: So Spider Bait. David Reynolds' favourite band. Uh, how? huh? The car's black and it's owned by Betty.
0: that's a a pretty good little tie in there very good yep which is I mean it's slightly better than the Veronica's and Delta because people who actually watch supercars would actually go to that concert yep Were, were the living end washing their hair that weekend
1: no, I think their bass player um, broke a string and um, mm. was struggling to get the eBay delivery for a new set of strings in time. Mm, that's
0: true. Plus, you've got to get Chris off the double bass first to fix it. Yeah, there you know, is Because he, he normally sort of spends half the concert standing on the down thing.
1: So, look, enough of your rock and racing because I'm sure we've done it to death a million times over.
0: Oh, uh, You're you've, you've foregoing the rant this time? Oh, no, there's no rant. There's okay.
1: the, I, don't, I don't need a rant because... Um, pretty sure we know exactly what we think of it um
0: plus the cfm breakfast team isn't
1: no there's 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 no fm breakfast team so obviously Mm. obviously um let's forget about it let's talk about the race brand new track as you said no data no telemetry it's gonna be a bit suit of the pants it is a bit um the current lap
0: record holder is um oh, track...
1: ra- race rear race rec sorry everybody. there, there we is
0: that. well the, the actual there is no race record holder because it's a new track
1: no no there's no lap record holder
0: oh there's no lap record
1: holder but the race has been won by the great peter brock 11 or 14 times how we manage that when the track hasn't even existed uh, ab- Okay. Brockie is mm. omnipresent. Okay, fair enough. Just ask his followers.
0: Right. Well the um lap record holder is in fact um our good friend Taxi Minion, who did it in about five minutes the other day when he was um taking a passenger around. Was
1: that Surge? <laughs> was was that Surge from one three febs? Ladies and gentlemen, the current lap record holder at Newcastle is Serge the cab driver. <laughs> oh, keep going, Wobs, please. <laughs> Bring it back.
0: Um, yes, it was. Uh, he did have to hurry up a bit because the protesters were throwing rocks at him.
1: So look, the, the betting's the betting. I don't think the betting actually means anything. Chaz's third line um, Gizzy's 750, Fabian's 11. Someone like Garth Tander could come and pull a podium out of this one really, really easily. Yep. If him and Krusty Holloway get their heads together mm-hmm. and get the car working, it's all about who is going to get themselves together the soonest, mm-hmm. uh, and we really need to have a think about what the weather's going to do because it's new bitumen. So the bitumen's only a couple of months old, can make absolute disaster if it rains on new, on fresh bitumen. Well, um, look
0: at what happened at Pukakoe on the Saturday. That was fresh bitumen, and they were sliding off all over the joint. Yep,
1: absolutely. So uh, at this stage Friday, we're looking at uh, temperatures in the mid-20s, with chance of rain so who knows mm. we, anything can happen with that
0: brand new track with rain there's a recipe for disaster absolutely do we need to remind everyone what happened at Homebush in 2010
1: race one i don't know but i think the strong engineering teams will come to the fore um it pains me to say it i think triple eight are on the run uh on running strong on the way home to the finish and uh i think triple eight cars will dominate the podium I have a feeling that it's not
0: going to be quite that simple, though. I mean, PRA has got an equally good engineering base and they've got more cars to um, use as arrows in terms of setup. Yep. Now, admittedly, a couple of the drivers aren't as strong as the others are, but you've still got that spread of opinion, background, call it what you will, to determine the right thing. Now, if you've got the correct information and you can interpret it correctly, that's going to be a huge advantage.
1: Here's one for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Are the Ford teams going to look after the Ford teams?
0: I see no reason to, given none of them are getting factory money. It should be every man for himself, but I know where you're going with that.
1: Mm. And that's going to be the interesting thing. Depending on how qualifying runs and who's sitting in between the two championship protagonists, who's going to make life hard or who's going to make life easy? And we're pretty sure that our mates in the CJT will be uh be, isn't talladega nights nice. <laughs> uh no. shake and bake no it, it might be shaken back
0: look <laughs> hang on hang on by that logic wouldn't davy reynolds win every race well absolutely
1: <laughs> but, re, but 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 let, let's be honest about it um it, it depends on who's in between the protagonists and who decides to make life easy triple eight have got two cars to run interference djr team penske have only got one car to run interference what the rest of the other rest of the field do? Who knows?
0: I think uh, the rest of the field are basically every man for themselves, so they won't be doing anybody any favours.
1: Yep, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it
0: pans out. Well, as long as Cam Waters doesn't have another brain melt, we should be all right. Yes.
1: So there we have it. You anything else you? Particularly, want to talk about Warbster for uh, for Newcastle.
0: I uh, know, but I do have a general request. If anyone can um, tell me of a way to make billboards interesting that doesn't involve the men's gallery, I'd like to hear it because I've been thinking about this for the last three weeks and lit- I've, got, I've got nothing.
1: Hey, I- I've got something for you. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of a mobile billboard?
0: Mobile billboard, mm. right? So you are thinking sort of like just driving, say a car, for example, a car mm-hmm.
1: being shown. On TV, right? So you sell the advertising on the side of a racing car mm-hmm. that's being driven around, hopefully at the front of its race, that's right. being shown to potentially three million billion people worldwide mm-hmm. on TV,
0: right? And you can also could you also like do like billboards and
1: advertising on the side of said track? You could paint as many signs on the walls. You could you could digitally you could uh, you could you could do a digital overlay for for, Mm. for billboards and signage on the walls on the track itself on the grass in the middle. If you didn't Mm. keep going to street circuits, that
0: sounds that sounds like a really good
1: idea. I wonder if I could run a series like that. Uh, Warbster newcastle will be your swan song it's mm-hmm. uh it'll be a shame to see the real warbs to go but um i'm fairly confident that you and i are <laughs> going to keep this up next year uh yeah. even with the real warbster in absentia
0: I, th- I think we need to apologize for that in advance we'd absolutely uh, need to apologize for next year.
1: so uh so just to just to do a, bit, a little bit of housekeeping before we take this out the uh, the next episode you'll hear from us. Hopefully, will be episode five where we'll do a series wrap.
0: Well, that, uh, if you did episode six next, that'd be a bit dodgy, wouldn't it?
1: Well, it would. But yeah. um, so that will be the fifth and possibly final episode, <laughs> and we may do a little bit of summer series work. Keep your eyes on the uh, on the Facebook page for that. We've got some uh, got some strange ideas. If anybody has any suggestions for uh, for a summer series podcast, please don't be afraid to. Uh... I already
0: told you it's winter
1: testing. Oh, winter testing. Testing. <laughs> Thank you Formula One minion <laughs> um, So if anybody's got any ideas for summer series don't uh, don't be afraid to, uh, to post them on the, onto the supercar insiders Facebook page indeed that's all we have for this warpster cast but we have a treat for you all a treat the
0: DSO has explored his musical side and recorded a track with Scott McLaughlin's Australian cousin Craig
1: yes've we've, uh, we've made a very special song. About a very special lady, and we're gonna we're gonna take you out with a with a new outro. We're not gonna use the Wolves, the his, uh, his crappy electric guitar. It's been episode four. Uh, I'm the DSO. I'm the Wolfster. I'm the podcast. Okay. And uh, thanks, sound engineer Minions.
0: And uh, we will see you next time.
1: Simona. 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 Simona.
0: This has been a Supercar Insiders production. Please go to www.facebook.com slash Supercar Insiders for more of this sort of comedy, fun and general supercars chat. Enjoy Newcastle, guys.